Chapter Twenty Three of Dorothy Dale's Great Secret. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Dorothy Dale's Great Secret by Margaret Penrose. Chapter Twenty Three The Secret Conclusion. It was some moments before either girl was able to speak after that first burst of emotion and surprise. But Dorothy was too happy to remain long in tears, even tears of joy that for the moment had overcome her. Tavia was pale, and her eyes were red from much weeping. Her unhappy plight was apparent at a glance, and this was incentive enough to cause Dorothy to again clasp her in her arms and hug her tighter than ever. She had forgotten her own physical weakness now that she had found Tavia, and she felt that she must hasten to get her dear friend into a state of mind that might help her to forget the sad experiences she had passed through. "'Tavia, Tavia, dear,' whispered Dorothy as the girl fell again to weeping. "'Do look up and forget it all. For my sake, do. I have searched so long for you, but now I have found you. Come with me, and we'll be just the same as we always were.' oh how can i cried the miserable girl who will look at me now how can i ever face the folks again oh dorothy let me go away for ever i cannot bear the disgrace and she moaned pitifully in her bitter anguish but tavia you really meant nothing wrong said dorothy taking the trembling hands in her own which were scarcely less agitated no i never meant to do wrong spoke tavia lifting her head with her old proud bearing I broke my promise to you. I listened to that girl in Rochester. She gave me a letter to a theatrical manager in Buffalo. I only wanted to make a name for myself, to gratify my ambition. I wanted to earn money to get back to school. You know we had no more. You poor darling, whispered Dorothy. Was that it? Don't worry so. No one will ever know. I have not told even Nat, and we will keep it a secret between us for ever. Do come with me, dear as Tavia appeared to look brighter. I must get to North Birchland tonight. Oh, if you ever knew the time I had getting away from the boys. And she went on hurriedly for several minutes. And did you come all the way alone, Dorothy Dale? You have saved me in spite of myself, declared Tavia, almost tragically. Yes, I will go back. I can look them all in the face, for I only tried to work and I did not mean to deceive anyone longer than would be necessary for me to get a start. But now, Dorothy, I have had enough of it. Where do you want me to go? So it wasn't as nice as you thought it would be? asked Dorothy, anxious to hear some of Tavia's experiences. Nice? There was no concealing the disgust in Tavia's voice. It was awful, Dorothy. It was a regular barnstorming company, playing one-night stands, we never had good houses. They said it was because it was the summer season, but I guess it was because the play was so poor. We did not get all our salaries, and half the time didn't have enough to eat. Then the show busted. Did you have a good part, I believe they call it? A good part? Say, Doro, and Tavia actually seemed her old self again. I had an idea I was to be Lady Rossmore, or at least one of the family. Weren't you? I should say not. I was Lucy the parlour-maid, and the only time I was on the stage was when I was dusting the make-believe furniture. 
as for my lines well i had a very heavy and strong thinking part oh tavia that's my theatrical experience answered tavia oh doro i'm very miserable she wailed again never mind it dry your eyes now you're all right i'm oh i'm so happy that i have found you again come back to the station with me i have someone else to bring home too urania the gypsy girl you remember her at glenwood i guess she has been trying to see the world and she caught too big a glimpse of it poor girl she is quite sick and miserable then as they hurried from the park dorothy told tavia of the trouble she had to get urania on the train a happy thought came to tavia and with a bright smile she said i have it in this little handbag all the baggage i have left by the way i have a very quiet suit i used it in the play for sometimes i had to take two or three parts if one of the other girls was ill but they never amounted to much the parts i mean we can put this suit on urania being thus able to help someone else worse off than herself seemed to do tavia good for her kind heart always prompted her to acts of this sort it was a step back to the old life at the station they found urania all excitement the young men were here she exclaimed to dorothy and they have gone off to look for you I didn't dare speak to them, but I peeked out and I heard the station man tell them where he had seen you go to, and they flew off again in their dust wagon like mad. Oh, miss, I wish they had found you, and they looked so tired and hardly spoke like I've always heard them, so polite and nice. Ned and Nat here in Rockdale, exclaimed Dorothy, overjoyed at the news. Here, Urania, you go in that little room and put these things on you'll find in this bag, and she handed the gypsy tavia's little valise i'll help her volunteered tavia glad to be of service to dorothy now remember tavia said dorothy in a low tone whoever we meet now i'm to do all the talking this is my big secret and you must let me take care of it have you any baggage oh i forgot all the baggage of the company is held for debts i believe not mine replied tavia promptly all i have is in my valise it was so small they let me keep it they only wanted trunks and i didn't have any i trouble light well hurry now and get urania ready said dorothy she walked over toward the door of the ladies waiting room suddenly she fancied she heard yes sure enough that was the toot of the firebird's horn oh tavia she called here they come hurry hurry urania tavia we must all be out there together when they come up at that the automobile swept up to the station in a cloud of dust out on the platform hurried dorothy tavia and urania the latter smiling broadly in her new outfit well i give up exclaimed nat the first to alight from the panting car if you haven't given us a merry chase dorothy we got worried after you left us and we traced you from place to place thought sure we'd lost you here oh it was a merry chase glad it was merry exclaimed tavia forgetting that dorothy was to do all the talking yes i should say it was put in ned and she skipped off to meet you without giving us a hint now ned don't be cross said dorothy sweetly see what a large party you have to take home and you must not scold the girls for we have as much right as you boys have to take little trips together the boys were too well pleased to argue or be angry in fact they had had a very miserable time of it since dorothy escaped as they called it now they wanted nothing better than to get into the machine with the girls and make all speed for home 
have you room for urania asked dorothy can she stand up between the seats why of course assented ned plenty of room get aboard everybody let me get under the seat protested the gypsy girl that was the way i came out so it was said nat i'd almost forgotten about you young lady she's the girl he went on turning to the others who stole a ride with me the day i went to dalton dorothy she actually rode under the back seat where she'd hidden in the night she made the noise we thought was a burglar you know she gave me the slip though when i went to take her back so now she must ride in the open where i can keep an eye on her oh urania you said began dorothy thinking of what the gypsy girl had said about nat taking her away oh please don't be hard on me pleaded urania i was so miserable i didn't know what i was saying it's true just as he says and it's all my fault i ran away he didn't take me dorothy climbed in beside ned tavia was in her usual seat with nat then urania squatted down in true gypsy fashion on the floor of the car at their feet i guess we'll just about make it after all commented ned as he turned on the power more fully and threw in the clutch we're due home about seven but we'll have to speed it up a bit to do it lucky it's nearly level all the way and when we do get home put in that you girls will have to own up and tell the whole story no serial for ours we want it complete in one number indeed we'll do nothing of the sort exclaimed dorothy we're not going to tell you a single word we'll get home about on time according to agreement and you have no reason to find a single bit of fault tavia will come to north birchland just as she promised to early in the season she's been too busy to come before and dorothy smiled and if we do have our own affairs to talk about you must not expect to know everything girls have to have secrets or they wouldn't be girls and we have now got ours yes agreed tavia in a low voice with a loving look at her chum it's dorothy's great secret and i guess i'll help her keep it and here as they are speeding toward north birchland we will take leave of dorothy tavia and the boys for a while dorothy kept the secret as did tavia and no one ever knew the real meaning of tavia's absence nor why dorothy was so anxious to find her the theatrical venture was never disclosed thanks to dorothy's tact and abilities for she showed that she could manage some things even better than could her cousins well it was a glorious trip to buffalo after all was nat's comment as they neared north birchland so it was agreed dorothy then she fell to wondering if she would ever again have so many adventures little did she dream of what the future held in store as will be related in another story which i shall call dorothy dale and her chums running some aren't we said ned as the firebird whizzed over the country road i-i don't mind faltered tavia then she turned to whisper to dorothy i am so thankful to leave the-that behind dorothy only smiled but that smile showed that she understood perfectly the end end of chapter twenty three end of dorothy dale's great secret by Margaret Penrose.